Let's get it. Welcome to the Hampton Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Hampton. My co-host, Cooper Neal, is at his other job this week, but I will be holding it down because we have so very much to get into, including deciding if this is the last time we will ever see Jalen Brown in a Boston Celtics uniform as he is now eligible for a massive Supermax extension. Does he deserve it? Does he not? Is he going to go somewhere else? Is he going to get traded? We will get into that and so very much more. We're also going to touch on the bombshell that was out of the Golden State Warriors today. It has shaken the NBA to its core. I'm going to give you everything you need to know there. But first, man, last night, Game 7, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, as I tried to move around and get cozy here. Yes, I am holding it down by myself right now. But game seven, there's so much to get into. I could go so many different ways. Jalen Brown, I mean, I mean, you see the thumbnail, you see the title. I could talk about Jason Tatum, but this is what we started with. Caleb Martin, who would have thought game seven, NBA finals birth on the line, we would be talking about Caleb Martin, a man who averaged nine points in the regular season, a man who was cut by the Charlotte Hornets last season, shifted this Boston and Miami series. He averaged 19 points in this series, shooting 49% from the on the arc, effective field goal percentage of over 68%. He was absolutely phenomenal. He got four of the nine votes for Eastern Conference Finals MVP. He was all over the place. And what people don't understand is Miami has done all of this damage to Milwaukee, to New York, and to now Boston without Tyler Hero. And the main two guys that have stepped up has been Gabe Vincent and Caleb Martin. Caleb Martin was enormous last night. Every time in that third quarter where I felt like, uh, here comes a Boston run. You know, the crowd's starting to get involved in it. They've cut it to seven. They're starting to chip away at single digits. Caleb Martin would bury a three. Caleb Martin would bury a baseline mid-range jumper. It was big shot after big shot for Caleb, and I have to show him love fresh off the bat. Now, I, I will talk about Jason Tatum and what happened on the first play, but first, let me get chat up on screen so I can interact with you guys. Again, be patient with me because I am doing this by myself, ski today ski let me get chat up on the screen ski uh let's see here pop out chat copy this link don't make sure to leave a like on stream right now uh as i am here monday through thursday normally obviously not yesterday because it was a national holiday hope you guys had a great uh, memorial day weekend by the way we're up, we got chat up on screen. We're here. Uh, Jeremiah, shout out to you. EC, JT is the GOAT. Young K, good to see you here. Corbs T, uh, Lil Daddy Reese, only Memphis. Familiar faces in here. Beast XM, Mark Hannon, good to see you guys. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream. And let me know your thoughts on Game 7 and what you think. I'm going to get right back into Jason Tatum now. First play, you guys saw what happened. I believe it was 27 seconds in. Uh, JT came down. Uh, on someone's ankle and twisted his own ankle. He said after the game he wasn't himself the entire time. And my mind immediately went to, well, Jalen Brown's going to step up. Because this is a team with two All-NBA guys on it. So if anybody's capable of stepping up, it's got to be Jalen Brown, right? Nah. Jalen Brown was absolutely abysmal. 8 of 23 from the field. Uh, I believe he was 1 from 9 from 3-point land. And JB told you after the game, I know that I had to step up as soon as Tatum rolled his ankle. I did not do that. I failed that. And he he said, I failed the city of Boston. He's not lying, but 
Uh, at the same time, I am going to cut bro some slack. I get Celtics fans why they're mad at him, saying get rid of him, trade him, do whatever. I'm just saying when these new CBA rules kick in in two years, it's going to be extremely hard to have two all-NBA caliber players on your team. Sign them now. I get he's now eligible for the Supermax $295 million contract over the next five years, but sign him to it. As much as it hurts, re-sign Jalen Brown if you're the Boston Celtics. And that $295 million contract, let me read you how it breaks out because... After a Game 7 performance like that, it does not look too good monetarily. Next season, excuse me, two seasons from now is when that Supermax would kick in for Jalen Brown if he re-signed it this summer. He'd make $50 million in 24 and 25. The following season, he'd make $54 million. In 2027, he'd make $58 million. This is per season now. 2027, he'd make $62 million, and the final season of that Supermax in 2029, he would make $66 million per year. Now, a guy that just shrunk in Game 7, it's not looking too bright, and you're not looking too warm to want to sign him to that. I will say, take it for what it is. When Jason Tatum did not play in the regular season, Jalen Brown averaged 30 points per game. I'm a believer in Jalen Brown. If I'm the Trailblazers, if I'm the Atlanta Hawks, if I'm the Memphis Grizzlies, I'm doing everything I can to get Jalen Brown on my squad because he's perfect. He's perfect fits at all those places. I think Jalen Brown is capable of being a 1A, not a 1B, which he is in Boston. But if I'm the Boston Celtics, I'm signing him to that Supermax extension. Everything I'm hearing, I was listening to Brian uh, Windhorst and on the Hoop Collective podcast, great podcast. You guys, uh, Hoop fans, should definitely check it out. Brian was saying he has talked to people on both sides of this deal. People in Jalen Brown's camp, people in the Boston Celtics front office. He believes this deal is going to get done. And to be honest, I believe this deal is going to get done too. I think... People in the front office have those jobs for a reason. They're not going to have recency bias and not pay him based off one game. Look, this team was two wins away from an NBA championship last year. This team was one win away from the NBA Finals this year. I think if you keep this core, they're still young in their early to mid-20s. Keep this core. The older they get, I think they will end up with one, two, maybe even three championships in Boston. The NBA has a long history of its best players winning at 27 and 28, not at 24 and 25. Michael Jordan, I believe, won at 28 years old. LeBron James at 27 years old. Giannis Antetokounmpo was an outlier. He was 26 years old. But Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown are not even in that age range yet, much less... I don't think they're going to have better careers than freaking Michael Jordan and LeBron James. I may be wrong, but I'm saying be patient, Celtics fans. As bad as this stings, losing to an eight seed, this is an eight seed that ran through the Milwaukee Bucks. It's okay. Resign Jalen Brown. My bone to pick is probably moving off Peyton Pritchard so you can sure up another bench slot. And also probably moving off Marcus Smart because you need a guy as much energy and presence as Smart gives you on the defensive side of things. You need somebody that makes it easier on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum handling the ball. Jalen Brown, 
his game plan against him is to make him put it on the floor because he cannot handle the rock at all. He needs to better that, but you need a point guard like a Mike Conley or something who can set up Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown better. Uh, let's go to chat. Why don't we? Clips asked, why would this be his last game? Because, my man, he is going to be a free agent, and a lot of teams are going to be asking to trade him because he's eligible to sign for that Supermax I was just talking about. Pickens said, sick background. Appreciate you so much, my man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, who is going to win, Heat or Nuggets? I'll get to my prediction in just a minute, Emily. I do have a ton to say about the finals. Arjun said, huge fan. Keep up the work. Thank you so much, my guy. I really appreciate you. Um, Jared said, it's never bad in Boston because we're always winning somewhere. That is the damn truth. Boston is a hell of a sports town. Um, I am extremely jealous of that. Chaco Flacco says, talk about the Heat. Please, I'm so glad you asked, Chaco Flacco. I'm glad you're in here. Good to see a familiar face. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream. Let's get into the heat, Chaco. Let's get into the heat. I was just talking about Caleb Martin and how great he's been. Another thing that gave the Boston Celtics extreme trouble was a Miami Heat zone. Um, they played this zone for the second and fourth quarter. Just a little bit background of zone defense in the NBA. It's usually not played because you have a defensive three seconds. This isn't high school and college basketball where a big man can just park in the paint defensively. There is offensive and defensive three seconds, so it's extremely hard to play in the NBA, much less the IQ of NBA players. They know how to break zones. But Miami plays it at a different level than everybody else, and it showed last night. Uh, as I said, they played at the most of the second and the fourth quarter. And according to Synergy Tracking, the Celtics scored just 19 points on 34 possessions. I'm going to repeat that, 19 points on 34 Miami Heat possessions where they played zone. That is just half a point per possession. That is terrible. Miami Heat caused the Boston Celtics fit for sure. Um, another thing, after the game, you know, Miami ended up winning the game by 20. Jimmy Butler did not want that Eastern Conference trophy. If you watch closely and you're watching uh, Ernie Johnson do the trophy presentation, he always does a fantastic job as he did last night. He did not. Jimmy Butler uh, said no to Bam after Bam tried to say, hey, you want to hold this trophy? Jimmy's like, no, nah, I'll hold the next one. And I thought that was tough. I don't know if he will hold the next one. We'll get to that a little bit later in the podcast. But, yeah, it's. I think that was cool of Jimmy to do. I just don't know if they have the weapons to do so. But like I said earlier, man, I didn't think he had the weapons to beat the freaking Milwaukee Bucks and the Boston Celtics, two of the best teams in the NBA this season. Let's get into this finals preview. Why don't we? I do have three things to watch. This is from NBA.com. In this year's NBA finals between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat, my first thing to watch is Aaron Gordon. First, the guy I was just talking about in Jimmy Butler. This is likely going to be Jimmy's matchup, right? Jimmy is too uh, too strong for most guards and too quick for most forwards. More than likely, Denver will put Aaron Gordon on him. AG has been good defensively so far. He's had to guard guys that are actually bigger than him, though. So now he gets a smaller guy in Jimmy Butler. Uh, before this, AG uh, was tasked with the job of Carl Anthony Towns in the first round. Obviously, they ran over... Um, Ran over the Timberwolves. And then he had KD and LeBron James. So Aaron Gordon is not going to shy away from Jimmy Butler after guarding Kevin Durant and LeBron James and doing a decent job. Kevin Durant had, had his games in three and four. Everybody knows. LeBron James had his game uh, in game four. But at the end of the day, Denver won both of those series with Aaron Gordon guarding the two best players on the opposing teams. I think AG can do a, a 
pretty good job on Jimmy Butler, especially with what Boston found. Kind of look at the tape of what Derek White did on Jimmy and learn and do that. The one thing I would advise Aaron Gordon not to do, though, is what Grant Williams did in this last series. Do not talk trash to Jimmy. Just play defense, AG. You should be fine. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, another thing to watch, my second thing to watch in this uh, year's NBA Finals from NBA.com. They said this is going to be a big step for the undrafteds, and I completely agree. When I'm talking about the undrafteds for the Miami Heat, I I'm talking about Gabe Vincent, Duncan Robinson, and Max Struess. These guys have been massive this entire playoff run. But even though this is high-level playoff basketball, the NBA Finals is a whole different story. Can they continue um, their great play on the highest level in basketball that is my biggest question will they get exposed or will they continue to step up for the Miami Heat my third and final thing to watch in this year's finals is Jamal Murray is he going to be a superstar in this series I'm looking at odds for NBA finals MVP obviously Nikola Jokic is a runaway favorite there's no value there Jimmy Butler I believe is like a plus 340 and I think third on those odds eight to one is Jamal Murray and, and the reason it's, you know, third, not second, or even first, is because you don't, you, you think if the Nuggets win, obviously Nikola Jokic is going to be the finals MVP. If Jamal Murray can continue to do what he has been doing, and, and same with Jokic, Jamal Murray can make a case of make, being this year's finals MVP. In this postseason, he's averaged 27 points per game on 48-40-90 shooting, damn near 50-40-90 splits in the postseason if he continues to play that way. Look, if if he averages 27 on 50-40-90, the Nuggets are sweeping the Miami Heat. I love the Miami Heat, but that that's just a fact. If Jamal Murray, because you know Nikola Jokic is going to show up, if Jamal Murray shows up as well, it, it may be a sweep. But yeah, those are my three things to watch. I'm going to repeat them real quick. Aaron Gordon versus Jimmy Butler, uh, big step for the undrafteds, and then also Jamal Murray, what does he do? Chat, give me your finals prediction, and I'm going to give you mine, chat. Make sure to drop it in uh, the chat so I can see your finals predictions. But mine is the Denver Nuggets in six games. I do not think the Miami Heat are going to lay down whatsoever. They've gotten this far, and I respect them enough to give them two games in this series. I think Jimmy's good enough to get you one. You have an, another great Max Struess, Bam Adebayo, Duncan Robinson, or uh, or even um, Caleb Martin yet again. I think that is good enough to get you two games in this year's NBA Finals. They go out just like they did against the Lakers, though, unfortunately. Uh, Celtics Forever said Denver in six. Glad we agree on that one. Chaco Flacco, Heat in seven. Wonder why that is. Chaco, I know you're a Heat fan. I would love to see Miami win it. Cooper and I talk about on all the time on this very podcast that the number one guy we want to win an NBA championship is Jimmy Butler, so I am not against the Heat whatsoever. Walter says Heat in six. Uh, Noah says no doubt Hemi. AJ Nuggets in six. Uh, Shara's Denver in five. Emily C says the Nuggets. No eight seed has ever won. Arjan, great point. No eight seed has ever won the NBA championship. Miami Heat are just the second eight seed to make the NBA finals in general. Uh, let's see here. Cannon Prod said... Um, what app for editing? Love the shorts. I, I don't use an app. I use a software called Adobe Premiere Pro. There's a ton of... I, I'm self-taught, by the way. I didn't go to school for editing or anything like that. Uh, Corb said Nuggets in six. Denver in six. Yeah. And then 
Demonic Washed Den and Six. JW Clips, appreciate the love, man. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream. Let's get into some other NBA news. I think I covered everything from Game 7 and going into the NBA Finals that I want to say thus far. Look, I'm going to be right back here tomorrow and the next day talking about the NBA Finals, so don't think that's all I have to say about Denver, Miami, because I have so much more thoughts on that. But there's just... I haven't talked to you guys since last Thursday, so there's a bunch of shit that happened over the weekend around the league that I want to talk about, including today. I, I, you heard me in the teaser at the beginning talking about the bombshell out of Golden State. This is it. GM and President Bob Myers, who drafted Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, kept the core of Stephen Curry together. He is now officially stepping down. Uh, as the franchise's president, president and GM, his one comment about it is, it's just time. Stephen Curry did uh, have a heartfelt message for him, in which I will read in one second. But Myers is a two-time executive of the year and was the architect of the four NBA championships the Warriors have won in the last decade. Um, he did reportedly tell Steph, Draymond Clay, Steve Kerr, all those guys uh, days before this was announced today. So they were aware of this. It's not like he just up and left. Myers replacement. They he has Myers replacement has a extremely hard task ahead of them. They're potentially approaching five hundred million dollars in payroll and luxury tax combined. Green has a player option, as everyone knows, this summer. Hopefully, they can re-sign them. Thompson's in the last year of his deal. They're going to have to reconstruct that or possibly see what they're going to do in the future with him. Um, before those questions get answered, the Warriors will have to replace Bob Myers. So a ton of questions going on in Golden State. This is why I do believe, um, and I hate to be this like you know type of guy, I think the, the dynasty's over. Bob Myers is the architect behind all of this, and now he's gone. You're starting to see Clay Thompson, his age, start to show, much less the contract negotiations. Draymond Green punching his own teammate. I don't think him and Jordan Poole could ever get over that, much less you sign Jordan Poole that massive extension and he played like he did in the playoffs. There's so many questions going on in the Warriors right now. I think the only constant uh, out in San Francisco is Stephen Curry. He's going to be magnificent for at least two to three more years. That is a massive plus. I just don't think that's enough to win you uh, – their fifth NBA championship in the last decade. I just don't think that's enough, unfortunately. But yeah, uh, let's see. Go and chat and see what uh, you guys or are saying. Uh, Heat and six, don't doubt. Uh, what's up, Flo? Good to see you in here. Let's see. All right. No reaction to that in chat. Let's move on to another story in the NBA. Nick Nurse as a new head coach of the Philadelphia 76ers. He chose the 76ers over the Phoenix Suns, which when I saw this note come across my phone that he chose Philly over Phoenix, I was really perplexed. Last week I was talking about how much the Suns have to do this offseason, but how easy the decisions are. What I mean by that is Phoenix needs to obviously replace DeAndre Ayton. D.A. Um, had a horrible attitude yet again in the postseason. Replace him with a Nicholas Claxton. And if that's not possible, trade for a Clint Capella, a guy Atlanta's been trying to get rid of. You need a rebounding, screen-setting big who can do the dirty work for Kevin Durant and Devin Booker. Quite simple, correct? Chris Paul, another thing on the list that you need to move off of. An aging guard, um, probably not the best defensively uh, with KD and Devin Booker. Um, 
move off him. There's there's a Fred Van Fleet on the market, right? Um, a Kyrie Irving who you wanted to trade for at the trade deadline, possibly on the market. Those are two names that you could go and get. Um, I think you move off of Chris Paul because because of the money situation. You'd have to pay him thirty million dollars plus next season alone. Those are the two things. Move off DeAndre Aiden. Move off Chris Paul. And there's clear-cut names to go after. That's what I mean by there's a lot to do, but it's relatively simple. So if I'm Nick Nurse, I'm looking at the Suns. I'm like, wow, okay, they have a couple couple things to take care of. But I think that front office is capable of doing it, especially with Matt Ishbia now at the realms. I turn my sights to the Philadelphia 76ers. And these are the questions I have for the 76ers. First off... Joel Embiid completely, the, the leader of your franchise threw everyone under the bus when they went out in the playoffs. It's not a question, that's just a fact. Joel Embiid said, me and James cannot do it all. Speaking of James, James Harden, all the rumors coming out that he doesn't even want to be there. He wants to go back to Houston. He wants to, he wants to get the hell out of Philly. So that's another question. That's, that's number two. First off, Joel Embiid throwing people under the bus. James Harden probably wants to leave. Another question in Philly. How much do you, does Nick Nurse play Embiid? Because Nick Nurse, the Toronto Raptors led the league in minutes. Pascal Siakam and Fred Van Fleet led the league in minutes the past several years. And now you have a guy who's historically had an injury-riddled career in Joel Embiid. So if I'm Nick Nurse, I don't want to coach a guy who I don't know if it's going to be in the lineup or not. I love Joel Embiid. He was my vote for MVP. I think he 100% deserved that award. But I'm Nick Nurse, and I play guys a ton, just like Tom Thibodeau. Why do I want to go to that situation? Another question is Tyrese Maxey. If James Harden stays, is Maxey happy with his role there? Tyrese Maxey has said multiple times publicly he believes he's an all-star. Tyrese Maxey start to get fed up if James Harden comes back. If James Harden goes away, then how does Nick Nurse, what pressure does that bring to elevate Maxey to be an all-star caliber player? I just think there's way too many moving parts in Philly if I'm Nick Nurse. However, what brought him to the 76ers is his relationship with Daryl Morey, the GM of Philly. That's what brought him there, and also their pitch on Joel Embiid. Um, that's why he wanted to go to the 76ers. My opinion of why of why I think he wanted to go to the 76ers is because I believe they – I think they're – I think Philly and Toronto – you can check me on this. I think Philly and Toronto are in the same division, so they see each other like four times a year. I know they at least see each other three because they're in the same conference. But I think Nick Nurse was just highly jealous of uh, watching them play. Obviously, they played last year in the playoffs and just kind of was infatuated with Joel Embiid and, and the myriad of weapons and depth that they have. Me, I would 100% go to Phoenix, especially with this Western Conference landscape. Yes, Denver looks absolutely insane right now, but outside of that, Memphis is in shambles, who is supposed to be at the top of this conference for years to come. Sacramento, um, who knows what they're going to be next year. Uh, the Lakers have a shit ton of stuff to do. I would 100% go to Phoenix because really in the Western Conference for years to come, I feel like it's just going to be Denver and Phoenix. Uh, that is just my two cents on it. But yeah, Nick Nurse went with the latter. He, he didn't agree with me. And to be honest, I, I trust Nick Nurse. He knows a hell of a lot more about basketball than I do. 
Uh, let's go to chat real quick. Uh, that would make sense. Or Harden going with Wimby. Yeah, Celtics forever. Celtics should get Dame. I I, I made an episode on this last week, my guy, about Celtics forever, about Celtics trading for Dame. I think it makes sense on paper. You send Jalen Brown off to Portland. Portland keeps number three pick, possibly, and builds around Anthony Simons and Jalen Brown. Meanwhile, the Celtics build around Dame and Jason Tatum. I would love that, to be honest. Uh, Hoops Prod said, me personally, I think JB is going to go to Houston. I wouldn't be too surprised with that. I think Houston's a possible destination for Jalen Brown. Atlanta, I'd throw the Memphis Grizzlies in there. Obviously, the Portland Trailblazers, the team I just mentioned. Yeah, for sure. Cannon said, do the Cavaliers have a strong chance to win it next year? Cannon, I really believe that the Cavs are just one piece away. I know they got pummeled in the first round by the New York Knicks, but this was their first time together. Darius Garland, it was his first time in the playoffs, and with Evan Mobley. Um, and now you go into next season, you still have Darius Garland, Donovan Mitchell, Evan Mobley, and Jared Allen, those core four guys that I think are better and more humbled. Uh, after this year's playoffs, you just need to fill that small forward position. I think if they fill that with um, not a Jay Crowder, but someone a little bit above that, like an OG and a Nobi, if they found a way to somehow get Mikhail Bridges, I don't know, but just a th- like a solid, um, not all star caliber, but you know, like a good ass role player. Maybe even a Jay Crowder would work. You need to fill in that three position. I think the Cavs are not too far off, especially with the way the Eastern Conference landscape is, because this is a pivotal, pivotal off season for the Boston Celtics, for sure. We'll see what they are. Braylon was good, my guy. Um, Andrew said, go Sil- go Sixers. Nick Nurse is going to get us over the hump to the ECF. Maxi going to break out because of Nurse. Andrew, I think it's the best possible, best possible hire for Philly. I- I've been talking about it from Nick Nurse's side. I would choose the Suns over the Sixers. But if I'm the Sixers, I think that's the best guy on the market, to be honest. I'm a Sixers fan. I'm effing ecstatic right now. Video Games Nerd 18, he said, do you think Suns are going to trade DA for the pick that Portland has? Um... I can see it happening. I don't like it if I'm the Suns. If I'm trading DA, I want. I kind of just want to kill two birds with one stone. I want to get. I want to move off DeAndre Ayton, and I want to get his replacement in that same trade. I would like that better, um, and then getting the third pick because I don't think Portland is giving up the third pick for just DeAndre Ayton. To be quite honest with you, uh, Noah said Warriors in 2024. We'll see. That Bob Myers news is awesome. Mr. Ruse said. Jalen Brown to the Cavs. As I was talking about the Cavs, I was literally thinking about that because they need that three position. I just don't think they have the assets to do so, unfortunately. And I think Jalen Brown's going to stay with the Celtics. I really do. Cavs are a really good team. They just need experience. I completely agree, Queso. Good to see you in here. Familiar face. LL Shot 4050, my guy, in here on every single one. Yeah, we do got to do a tour of the crib for sure. Uh, I would turn the camera around, but it's a mess right now if I'm keeping it a stack. Let's see here. What else are you guys saying? Tokar asks, where do you think Kyrie will go? It's a great question. I think anywhere but Dallas. And when you look at Kyrie, he's one of the most unpredictable superstars in this game. Obviously, the L.A. thing is out there. If I'm Rob Palenka and the L.A. Lakers, I'm not listening to LeBron James. LeBron James wants to push for this Kyrie trade. Do not do it, L.A. 
the reason that they made it to the Western Conference Finals, even though they got swept, is because of Rob Palenka. The reason they were in the Russell Westbrook mess is because of LeBron James. Do not listen to the GM, Rob Palenka, do your thing, and, and don't sign Kyrie because I think you could go out and get uh, better players. Kyrie Irving, I think, will uh, push for L.A. I don't think Rob Palenka does it. I could see the Phoenix Suns going after him and reuniting with Kevin Durant because uh, I have said – Many times on this podcast, if you listen to this, you know it. But at the trade deadline, the Phoenix Suns were not only trying to get Kevin Durant, they were trying to get Kyrie Irving, but failed at that. I think they make another shot for Kyrie for sure. Yuna said, JB to the Grizz. God, don't even get me salivating. I would love that. It'd be the perfect uh, guy next to Ja, Dez, and Jaron. I don't. I think we'd have to offer Dez or Jaron to get Jalen Brown, and I'm not willing to do so yet. Where would Dame go if he gets uh, released? I think, first of all, Dame, Dame's not going to get released. I think he'll get traded. But if he gets traded, I think Boston's the most likely spot, in my opinion. Noah said, is Derrick Rose a free agent? I do believe so. I think he is. Hans Baseball said, bro, Grizz Media is crazy. The thing with Ja, also with Brooks. How do you feel about that? Um, I have so much to say about the Grizzlies right now. Um, I, I dropped a video yesterday about John Morant possibly cutting off his friend who's been at every uh, function with him. Um, I don't think Grizz Media is crazy. I think the Grizzlies are just like, <laughs> it's like me like having a burning building behind me and I'm just like, everything is fine. Like I promise everything is fine. That's what I feel like when I talk about my team right now because it, they are in shambles. They have so much to do this offseason. They need to improve the roster. I don't know how they do it. They have a ton of picks, but not a ton of like assets because obviously Dylan Brooks is untradeable. You couldn't sign and trade him. Um, do a lot of people want John Conchar? Do they want an injured Brandon Clark? Uh, you can't give up on Tyus Jones now because John Morant, you don't know when the hell he's going to play again, so you have to have his insurance in Tyus Jones. I don't know what to do, man. I'm glad Dylan Brooks is gone. That's one good thing this offseason. But can Jot stay out of trouble? We have yet to see. Actions speak louder than words. That's how I feel about it, Hans. Uh, Tokar said, do you think the Sacramento Kings will try to get any trades? They're going to have to do something, man, because they got a ton of free agents. Harrison Barnes, do you re-sign him or not? If they don't, I can see the Sacramento Kings going for a guy I just mentioned in Dylan Brooks. I think that could be interesting. But, yeah, Sacramento's got a ton of free agents, so they, they got to they gotta figure it out. Uh, Video Games Nerd said, what about Charlotte's pick? Will they trade it, or if not, who do they pick? I think the Hornets stay. I believe they are at two. Correct me if I'm wrong, Trap, but I believe the Hornets are at two in this year's NBA draft. And if they're picking there, I don't think they get Scoot Henderson because obviously they have Lamelo. Ball. I think you get Brandon Miller. I love the pairing of LaMelo Ball and Brandon Miller long term. I think those, on paper that's a perfect fit. Brandon Miller is a guy they pick. Uh, Queso said, have you seen what the Bulls said about Lonzo? That is literally on my notes. I'm going to get to that in just a minute, Queso. Uh, Mr. Ruiz said, bro, Ja needs to talk to someone. Someone needs to talk some sense into Ja. Yeah, so many people have tried to get into his ear, and he's just not listening to anybody. When you have money back, yo, literally tweeting palm face emoji at you, then you've done something seriously wrong. Because I'm sure money back, yo, is uh, not to the best of extracurricular activities. So yeah, when money bag is you know filling for you, then you, you you've messed some shit up for sure. Um, L Dog said, "What would you do to improve the Pelicans?" Have Zion take a pill to like stay healthy forever. 
Zion's healthy, the Pelicans are good. I mean, they were the number one seed for, I believe, the first month and a half or so of the season when Zion was healthy. Zion hasn't played since New Year's of this year. Uh, he, he tore that hamstring up and then I think got a little bit overweight, did not meet standards in his contract and was not able to play in the play-in. Zion's healthy, they're good. Um, I don't know, Brandon Ingram getting consistent. I don't think David Griffin needs to do anything in this roster. They have talent. Trey Murphy um, had a great – I think it was his second year. Trey Murphy had a great second year. I think the Pels are all right. Um, what do the Sixers do to make up for Harden loss? Andrew, that's a great question. I think they don't go out and get another star. You see what Nick Nurse can do with Tyrese Maxey. I'm a Tyrese Maxey believer. I think he's an all-star in this league. Can Nick Nurse elevate him to that? I think if you're going to hire somebody to do so, I think Nick Nurse is a guy. So, yes. I think the question is not replacing Harden, but giving – if Harden walks and goes to Houston, giving Maxi uh, the ball a lot more I think will help. Hans Baseball, LaMelo needs to get healthy. Yeah, he does, my guy. Lucas, do you think the Spurs will be able to form a team around Victor good enough for a chip two to three years down the line? Lucas, absolutely. I – before the lottery even happened, there were two teams I thought Victor Webb Benyama would be the perfect uh, fit at. And that was the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Obviously, he'd get the keys, but they already have a decent roster around him. Keldon Johnson, Devin Vassell, they already have talent. I think the Spurs are good enough to be a play-in team this upcoming season. However, two to three years down the line... Yeah, yeah, I think San Antonio, with the way they draft, the history they have of, of getting David Robinson and Tim Duncan and building properly around them, you have one of the best coaches ever to walk the earth and Greg, Greg Popovich. San Antonio Spurs are more than willing and capable of getting the job done around Victor Webb and Yaman. I think they will win a championship if Victor can stay healthy and have a long career. Chaco, how do you think the players in the final? How much do you think the players in the finals will average? I think Nikola Jokic averages a triple double, especially with the way Bam played last night. I kept turning to my friend. I'm like, dude, if Miami got anything out of Bam, this would be a blowout, and thank God it eventually turned into a blowout. But still, Bam was not good last night, and I don't think I think he's gonna have a rough ass time with Nikola Jokic, as does everybody. Let's see here. Lander said, "Do you think the Celtics are gonna trade Brown to the West?" Because if they do, Ja will not be fine in the West. LOL, Ja's not fine in the West anyways. Ja's not even fine in his crib. He's my favorite player, obviously, in the league. You see how many videos I make about him, but he just can't get out of his own way, unfortunately. Um, Who will make a big move to improve their roster? L-Dog says, I think, as far as a big move, Portland Trailblazers... Um, have a lot of decisions to make. I got a note on my phone that Damian Lillard went to watch the Thompson Twins, who's those two guys are projected in the three to five range. So they're thinking about using that pick. I don't think they are. I think they're trying to trade it and build around Dame because Dame's definitely pushing for that. He's not trying to get uh, another young guy on the roster, especially with Shaden Sharp already there. I, 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 don't, I don't know, man. I think Portland's a team that tries to make Damian Lillard happy. Let's see. Let's go into my notes because I did want to approach that Lonzo Ball situation as well as some other stuff. Um, let's go straight to Chicago. The Bulls are now in contract extension talks with Nikola Vucevic. I saw this notification come across my phone. And I was like, why the hell are they talking to Nikola Vucevic? And then I checked Twitter 
and they're getting the same reaction. So I'm, I'm glad I'm not the only one who thinks this. Just some numbers for you. Nikola Vucevic is 32 years of age. He's played 12 years in the NBA. And last season, he averaged 17, 11, and 3. Two turnovers per game, two fouls per game. He played in all 82 contests for the Chicago Bulls last season. As I said, my reaction was why. Uh, number one, the Bulls should obviously rebuild. That's what everybody has been screaming for the last two years. Why are you talking to a 32-year-old center who was not even an all-star for you the past two years and who defensively, yes, they've been good as a team, but if you just sit down and watch the game in pick-and-roll basketball as it is currently, Nikola Vucevic tends to struggle a little bit. And three, Vucevic demands the ball. Why take it out of DeMar and Zach Levine's hands? Chicago, if you're not blowing this thing up, if you're living in this fantasy land of continuing to try to win with DeMar and Zach Levine, you need a screen-setting, rebounding big, just like Phoenix needs. I even like DeAndre Ayton at Chicago more than I like Nikola Vucevic. I don't understand. The reason I like Aiton more than Vucevic is because of his age. Why do you give an extension? Because I promise if you're not negotiating with Nikola Vucevic, the market with him would be dog shit. Why are you giving him a market he doesn't have so you're going to overpay for an asset that hasn't even been an asset to you the past two years? Does not make sense. Staying in Chicago. Shout out to Queso and Chat because I was going to hit on this. They believe Lonzo Ball is done. Internally, they believe Lonzo Ball will never play a basketball game ever again. Just a little brief history on Lonzo Ball. His last game was January of 2022 when he went out. The Chicago Bulls were number one in the Eastern Conference. They obviously free-falled, got beaten five games to the Milwaukee Bucks last season in the playoffs, and did not even make the playoffs this season. Fast forward 14 months. Zoe is coming off his third surgery in that time period. Three knee surgeries on one leg in the past 14 months. And according to all reports, he's not even close to returning. He'll be lucky to play next season. I think internally, this is the smartest thing that has come out of Chicago in a long time because Lonzo Ball's career is over. And if you've watched any of my YouTube shorts or TikToks, I have a history of saying this. That is the smartest thing coming out of Chicago. The dumbest thing coming out of Chicago is why the hell they're negotiating with Nikola Vucevic. Y'all make sure to leave a like on stream. I'm kicking it solo dolo here today. Queso asks, should the Bulls trade DeMar DeRozan? Absolutely. They should definitely trade DeMar DeRozan, not because of DeMar's deficiencies. He's a great player. I think at this stage in his career, he deserves to be on a contender. And Chicago, it would be best for them to rebuild. Andrew asked, what should the Sixers do about Tobias Harris? Uh, they should trade him to the Grizzlies because I would love Tobias Harris on the Grizzlies. JK, I don't know what they should do. I think you're stuck with him, especially if James Harden moves off. I think keeping Tobias uh, makes sense. I know Sixers fans hate his contract, but it is what it is. Pencil said, do you think Westbrook can win most improved? Uh, no, because what – especially the younger generation, 
now thinks about Westbrook is like, you know, he's going to bounce back. He's going to bounce back. I promise when this guy retires, he's going to get his flowers. I mean, this guy averaged an effing triple-double for years on end. He, he won the MVP. He was at the peak of powers. He was at one point in a league with LeBron James and Stephen Curry. He was the best player in the league. Like, that happened. Westbrook is not a most improved caliber guy. He's not a six-man of the year. He was at one point the best player in the entire world. And now he's just age. And why are people surprised? His brand of basketball was pure athleticism. And as you get older, that tends to fade. And when you don't have a jumper, it's kind of an ugly uh, fade into the sunset. So I'm not surprised Russ has struggled. Shout out to him for playing well in this year's playoffs. So. NBA Quick Takes, he says, what look or style are you looking to rebuild toward with the Bulls? I don't know. If I'm being completely honest, I don't know. I just know they need to do it because this team's peak, the Chicago Bulls' peak, since I think Lonzo's never going to play again, their peak is what they were last year, and that is taking a team to five games in the first round of the playoffs and getting bounced. That's what their peak is with this current roster. So tear it down, start from scratch. You may not make the playoffs for years on end, but you could get lucky like at San Antonio Spurs and get the number one pick next season. Uh, Do you think Wimby will win MVP? Not next year, but I I could definitely see that in his future. Uh, Weston said, do you think it's possible for Wimby to win Rookie of the Year, MVP, and DPOY his first season? Not all three, no. Rookie of the Year for sure, though. DPOY, I could definitely see it. Uh, Cannon said, one player to start a franchise with. My one player to start a franchise with right now. Um, Starting one with? God, there's so many. So many I would love to start. I think right now, like, obviously would be Giannis. Dude's still only 27 years old. I would love Giannis. AMC, man, appreciate you so much. Any super that you guys give, even in chat, just $2. Dude, thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Really appreciate you, AMC. He asked, what do you think about the Bob Myers decision? I spoke on this a little bit earlier, AM, but I'll speak on it again, man. I think this is shaking the NBA to its core. Who knows if Bob Myers decides to continue his future in basketball. I think if he continues his future, he will be the most sought-after sports executive in all of North America. Um, I think him leaving is the reason why the Golden State Warriors dynasty is unfortunately over. The one constant in San Fran right now is Stephen Curry. Um, he's going to be magnificent over the next two to three years. Everyone knows that, but Clay Thompson, question marks with his aging. Draymond Green, do you resign him? Do you not? Jordan Poole, you have that extension that now looks like a shitty decision. I don't think JP and Draymond could ever get over uh, what happened last offseason. I just think there's so many question marks and too many. Now Bob Myers is stepping away. I think that's a nail in the coffin for the Golden State Warriors dynasty. Yes, make sure to drop a W for AM. Really appreciate you, my man. Ty asks, do you think Ja will turn it around? If you would have asked me this um, three weeks ago before Ja pulled a gun for the second time, I would have told you yes. But now, I mean, he he fooled me once. I'm not going to let him fool me twice. I will believe it when I see it. I don't think Ja can turn it around. I hope he does. I want the best for him. He's uh, my favorite player on my favorite team. So, obviously, I really hope and pray he... turns it around. I don't think he can, though. 
Mason asks, do you think Ja will make an All-NBA team next year? I'm always going to say yes to that question. He has that talent for sure. Weston said, do you think LaMelo should and will re-sign his contract? Um, I'm going to answer the first part. Do you think LaMelo should resign? I would not. Uh, I, As a small market fan, obviously you know I live in Memphis. I love to see these small market teams keep their guys. But in this situation, um, Michael Jordan has not built around LaMelo properly. I know Melo was hurt last off season, or last season. He only played 35 games, I believe. I think... He deserves better. I would not re-sign it if I was him. Do I think he will re-sign it? Yes. I was watching his exit interview a couple weeks back, and all signs point that he's going to stay in Charlotte. AMC, a $5 super, man. Appreciate you so much. Y'all make sure to drop some more Ws for AM. Do you think Joel deserved the MVP? Um, I was giving Joel some flag because he kind of – sold his teammates basically at the end of that uh, Celtics Sixers series, threw everybody under the bus by saying me and James need help. However, me throwing flag on him, I do think he deserved the MVP. It was time. Nikola Jokic is playing his best basketball. But he's already won the thing twice. I'm not giving it to Joel out of sympathy. I do think he was the most dominant player in basketball this regular season. Yes, he deserved that award. AM for sure. Queso said, I don't think anyone respects Ja anymore. Unfortunately, I, I have to believe with you, Queso. Appreciate you dropping the W uh, for AM, Lucas. Appreciate you dropping the W for AM. Let's see. JW Gaming, do you think the OKC Thunder will be a championship team in a couple of years? Why not, bro? Why not? I was talking about um, this landscape of the Western Conference. I think right now it's Denver, and then you may throw Phoenix in there if they get what they need to done and settled this offseason. West is wide open because you look at the team like my Memphis Grizzlies. They were supposed to be atop this conference for years to come. They're in complete shambles right now. Um, Warriors seem to be holding on by a thread. Lakers, you don't know what the hell they're going to do. I think this Western Conference is wide open. Why not OKC? Um, Vision said, do you agree with me if I say I think they keep Draymond and Poole because I think he will improve and Clay is questionable? I think they're going to keep both. They're going to re-sign Draymond and not move off Jordan Poole. I just don't think it's going to work, my man. Um, Jay said, are you still mad about that John Moran thing? Yes, I'm still mad. I feel like I feel like like an old head, like an old dad saying this shit, to be honest. I'm not mad. I'm just disappointed. But dude, at first I was infuriated. I'm I'm not like walking around hot like it anymore. Like I, I truly hope for the best for Ja Morant. I'm just not gonna fall into the bullshit anymore. Will the Suns come back with Katie and Booker or will they sign somewhere else, someone else? Uh it's Lumar. I think they, they run it back, obviously, with Katie and Booker. They just build around them better. Uh, do you think the Spurs are going to be top 10 next year? Top 10 in the West, yeah, I think the Spurs can make the play-in in the Western Conference for sure. Mason said, do you think Bronny will stay healthy in college? I hope so. I'm never going to wish some against somebody's health, to be honest. Weston said, do you think the Lakers should just blow it up? Before this conference finals run, that's what I believe, but after it, no, give it another year, bro. How long can Steph stay a top player? Cannon asked. I think Steph, I was talking about Russell Westbrook's game not being able to age well because it's based off pure athleticism, instinct, and everything that goes with his wonderful, masterful career. But Steph is the perfectly aged player. It's not based off high-flying, you know, like rebounding, hustling plays like Russ is. Steph is the greatest shooter ever to live. You can play like that until you're in your early 40s. I think he's got at least five years left on his career. 
Let's see. Colton asks, do you think the Grizzlies will win a ring? My answer to this question was yes for so many years leading up to now. Now my question is I, I don't know. That's my answer. That is my answer. Let's see. How long have we been going for? A little 47-minute action. Uh, Damien said, do you think LeBron is going to play with Bronny? I don't know if he's going to play on the same team, but he'll definitely play on that same court for sure. Now make sure to leave a like on stream. I'll be right back here tomorrow. 5.30 Central Time. Mark your calendars. I'll be right back. 5.30 Central Time. Y'all, Thank you all so much for kicking it with me today as we recap Game 7. Tomorrow we're going to have a ton to talk about as well as we inch closer to Game 1 of the NBA Finals on Thursday. Uh, thank you guys again. Y'all make sure to leave a like. As I said, we're on the road to 250,000 subscribers here. These are my closest followers that kick it with me every live podcast that we have. So thank you guys. Uh, for being here. Really can't thank you enough. Uh, this is my true passion right here. I love making short-form content, but I love being able to sit and interact with you guys and talk about basketball in a long-form setting. Hopefully, uh, hopefully I'm not missing anything else. I hit on both bull situations. Uh, one more quick thing before I go. Suns head coaching search is down to three. Obviously, they fired Monty Williams, right? I did want to mention this in passing. They're considering former Sixers head coach Doc Rivers, former Lakers coach Frank Vogel, and associate head coach Kevin Young. I'll repeat that. The Suns are down to three, and that includes Doc Rivers, Frank Vogel, and their associate coach Kevin Young. Had to mention that in passing. Love you guys so much. See you here tomorrow, 5.30 Central Time. I am here Monday through Thursday, live on YouTube. 5.30 Central Time. Y'all have a great and blessed rest of your day.